2: Welcome to the best of breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. And Brandy was back but looked a little nervous ahead of tonight's blockbuster with the Panthers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs to open the second round of the NRL. Could Penrith be 0-2 and two to start the season? Plus, concussions in the NRL. Should we have a mandatory stand-down period? Hello everyone, welcome to Thursday Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. An absolutely humongous day, afternoon, night in sport cricket at the biggest cricket stadium in... In the world. The fourth test gets underway this afternoon. You can listen on SEN, Australia and India. Um, Should Australia win, two all series result. Incredible series that it's been. What will the pitch be? Which pitch will they use? The skullduggery continues. And then of course tonight, NRL round number two kicks off. You can listen to this on SEN. Of course you can watch it on Fox League. It is the Panthers and the Rabbitohs. That's a humongous showdown where, I, I don't know, I'm looking at Brandy closely, I I reckon, I reckon he's sweating. I, I reckon there's a bead of sweat. If i made a Penrith fan, see I've locked in my tips already and I'll declare my hand early. We'll put all our tips out on the table after 8 o'clock this morning. Off tip. The only thing stopping me tipping South Sydney is in my head I'm saying, Penrith can't lose three games in a row at home. Nah, can't, can't. Can they? Can they, having lost the World Club Challenge by one, having lost to the Broncos by one, could they lose again at home? That's that's the impediment that is stopping me right at the moment putting a big, bold circle around South Sydney. Greg Alexander nervous about tonight? Got reason to be? Uh, Vossi, Vossi. Good morning. It, the, well, they're playing the side that I
3: think can make the grand final. Actually, the, the, these are the two sides that, when we had to do our tips pre-season, these are the two sides that I think will play the grand final. Now they've played some big games in recent times. Um, of course, the twenty-one grand final played up there at Suncorp Stadium last year's grand final qualifier was a was a fantastic game. They, gee, they've played some good games in the last few years. Um, of course, I'm. Of course, I'm concerned about this game, because Souths are a red-hot side. They've got some players that were great, and uh, as I said, I think Souths will get to that big game at the end of the year because of the improvement of some of their players, and one that stood out like a beacon last Saturday night against the Sharks was Lachlan Ilias. All of a sudden, you you realise that Souths weren't so dependent on their left side, and quite often on, on Saturday night against the Sharks it went Murray, Ilias, Campbell, Graham... Keon Kaloa Matangi down that right side and and they were a big threat and they were more productive in terms of try scoring line breaks than the left side so
2: yes Penrith have got a game ahead of them it's a massive challenge yeah, you won't want to miss it. As I say, uh, SEN broadcasting the match. So t- t- this afternoon, I mean, today's the play. Yeah, you, you know, you you've only got. you only got – we don't have any decision to make. You just leave it on SEN. You get the SEN app and make sure that you're tuned in. And then, of course, if you're in a position to watch it on Fox League tonight, we'll have the call of that as well. Penrith and South Sydney. For our Thursday threesome today, how about we plant this seed with you? You have to come up with who wins the cricket in how many days. That's the first tip, Okay. The second one, you have to come up with a rugby league bet. So, definitely has to be at least one. And your third is like a plus one. It can be from anywhere. It can be another rugby league uh, facet. It could be super rugby. It could be A-League. It could be whatever you like. Whatever you want to throw into the third one for the Thursday threesome, gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, Cricket, I'll throw that straight at you, Brandy. Who wins in how many Mm. days? Oh boy! Ooh. Gee, I see. I
3: I think we might have, we might on. have got the, the the Indians last last test a little bit complacent. They 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 Ooh. cleaned us up in the first two tests in very short time. Uh, I think it'll go. There's still a little bit of a mystery surrounding the wicket. I, I heard Steve Smith mm-hmm. talking about it yesterday. They, they still they still don't know which they're which prepare, wicket they're, they're preparing playing 2 on. They're preparing yes. two. <laughs> So, so that doesn't help my predictions. Um, so yeah. I'm going to lock in four days uh, mm-hmm.
2: and India win.
3: Ooh. I feel like a traitor.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you are. I like I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm on the Australian But now ten. we're talking money. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is my last ten. My last tens on this. Yeah. this la- your last tens on that alone, that part of it, that well, component. Well, my but last tens on s- this threesome. I, I'm going Australia in three. I reckon something's going to oh, happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, Australia in three. three Nathan Australia Australia in three. to be the uh, destroyer. Well, it might be Kudeman. Might be Kudeman. Uh, I, I think that uh, our listeners will have a crack. Uh, the Thursday threesome. So, test result in how many days? A rugby league special and a plus one into the Thursday threesome. Get on uh, the tipping on uh, the Motorola Open Line 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. But of course, it's not official unless we play the official line, is it? Hello, Moto. <laughs> And, of course, we've got the Edgewater Homes uh, text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736, 736. Uh, It's great to have Edgewater Homes on board. Check them out, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Uh, their completed homes are now selling in the Catherine Park Estate. So our text line 0457 736 736. But uh, Motorola, you can also go to their website, check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. Brandy, I'll throw, throw uh, the concussion debate today. Yep. We will have a good mate of the program on Dr. Antonio Dio. We've loved having um, Doctor online. Uh, Antonio previously spells it out in layman's terms. His background, um, he's lifelong rugby league fan. Not that that should influence anything, but he was the North Sydney uh, doctor at one point. Um, he's been a Dragon supporter all his life. He'll remind us of that when he comes on air. Uh, but he's been uh, chief across different medical bureaus around the country. Now... We're going to throw at him and, and let the listeners come go? on board went,
3: with. Just, yes. just on Dr. DeDio, uh, how did that yes. go as a North Sydney doctor but a, but a Mad Dragons fan? Yeah, I, well, I, there wouldn't be many doctors out there that are part of their club setup that oh. aren't fans of the club that they're at. Oh, right. I oh, would, is that right? It well, yeah, that, that, that just seems well, a
2: little bit rare. Well, ask him that. That can be your first question, that can be the burning yeah. issue. But I think our listeners might have bigger fish to fry with the doctor. So if you've got any question around our protocols in the NRL, the HIA protocols, he is the man to throw it at. Now, um, and that will include um, thoughts on what is the appropriate amount of time for stand-down. You know, we had Jared Whateley on yesterday talking about, you know, 10, 12 days AFL. Which uh, we haven't what is the right? What's the right amount of time to be off the field? Uh, if you yep. pass a test, do you still have to wait the full 15 minutes? You know, in the case of some last week, so so any questions you've got, fire them in, and we will have the good doctor on the program later this morning. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What's the what's the chat, Brandy? Um, you and you are in yeah. a family of of, of 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 boys as well that that play the game. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the chat about where we're at at the moment? Gus, of course, has been vocal, and and every day there's been uh, retorts back at Gus. It must be said, but what's what's mm. What are you feeling uh, about HIA, and is there faith in the system? Do you think we can do things better?
3: Uh, well, no one likes change. Change always, and th- and this is a change. Like this is the independent doctor all of a sudden is is spotting players that uh, knock their heads through a game and taking them off the field. And this is a new, like this is a new part of the concussion um, story that we're going through as a game, Vossi. and and there's always some resistance to change when things don't happen the way that you think they should happen. And obviously, there's people out there that aren't happy with what's happening at the moment. So uh, in terms of how I feel as a parent, I would say if you went and interviewed every parent of all the NRL, 400 NRL players that play every weekend mm. and all the the hundreds of kids that play and, and men that play in the New South Wales Cup, and the, the Jersey Flag and the SG Ball and the Harold Mats, and they play every weekend. If you yep. interviewed those thousand parents, I don't think there'd be many that would say, uh, you, Could you leave my son on the field after a head knock, please?
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I think you're probably right, Brett. I think you speak words of wisdom there. Um, I think that's a fair read. What? How do you think it would be taken then, um, and, and probably bigger impact is NRL level quite obviously if we brought yes. in the stand down policy. See we've got an instance this week so Tavita Tadola, Junior is not playing for the Rabbitohs tonight. Wasn't considered after yep. his concussion last week. Scott Sorensen tonight isn't playing. Victor Radley Pettis. Victor Radley is down to play Still still Roost question mark Saturday. over Victor Yeah well he's so, got to pass his
3: protocols That's but that, that's right. Do, do we introduce a mandatory yep. stand down? And I, How I, do you think that would be accepted? Well it wouldn't like there, there would be there would be parts of the the game that wouldn't accept it. Mm. Not every not everyone will accept it, Bossy, yeah, and and that's obvious uh, from the discussions that have been ongoing over the last week. Not everyone will accept a mandatory stand down. Um, I I I think I would if if they said you're you're out for eight days, which ru- which would rule you out of any game that you played in. I think. If you played on a Thursday and then Sunday, like, say nine yeah. days, say you had to miss a game, um, I, I'd, 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 I'd support it.
2: Well, this is all questions for the doctor, of course, but, you know, it's been mooted 12-day stand-down. Now, 12-day stand-down put it into reality. If you were concussed in a Sunday game, round one, mm. and your team, well, you miss next weekend, quite obviously, but if your team's playing the Thursday night, round three, you miss that game as well. You missed two games right. on a 12 day mandatory stand down. So we'll we'll discuss that as well. Uh, your thoughts, welcomed right here on the uh, Motorola Open Line, 01 1170. We know you're busy, so the best way is to fire in the uh, Edgewater Homes text 0457 736 736. Joey Johns talked up Lachlan Ilias today in the uh, Sydney Morning Herald, said that it might have to start being in the conversation for Origin if Nathan Cleary wasn't right. He's got. This was the quote: Nathan Cleary will be the New South Wales halfback for the next six or seven years, provided he's fit. Behind him, Mitchell Moses. Next cab off the wreck. but I reckon Ilias has put himself right in the conversation, just beyond Moses. Your rating yeah. of Lachlan Ilias as a former top halfback, Brandy, where, where have you oh, got gee. Lachlan right at the moment? Well, well, that was that was clearly his
3: best game on Saturday night against the Sharks, Fossy. And I guess you want to see more of that happen. And um, but Lachlan Ilias, I, I couldn't have been. You know, I couldn't have. Praised him any more for what he did against the Sharks on Saturday night. It was a, it was a first class performance. Um, you know he was just a tick behind Daly Cherry Evans for the Player of the Round. So enormous growth, uh, which is another reason why I thought South would have a a good season before it all got underway. Uh, the growth of Lachlan Elias got a first grade, got a, a season under his belt last year, and only one game. So he's only he's only 20, you know, 25 games into his career. Um, yeah. But went through a tough time last year at, at certain periods. Got taken off the field, which everyone, everyone made a lot of. But um, he's, a, he's a player and he's strong. He's very strong. He's a strong runner of the ball. He's a very good defender. Did you see some of his, some of his defense mm, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Teague Wilton last week? Yeah. Very good. Now, if you're going to play origin, Vossi, uh, you've got to be a good defender to start with. Uh, and well, I can then tell it goes you, from there.
2: I- I spoke with uh, Lachlan in the off-season, and it, one of the things he said that has helped his growth and uh, to where he is right now, playing for Greece at the World Cup, where well, he had to be a leader. You know, he's among a bunch of nuffies, basically, you know, and inexperience, and Lachlan Ilias was seen as the the great white hope. You know, go go out there and do your thing. You've played NRL, you, you lead us. And he was very good. He was very good leading the team around with very little experience around him, and that was part of his... Uh, his growth into this season. Uh, Now, mystery surrounds the Tigers and John Bateman after he was again not named. Rumours persist that he has an ankle injury, while the club's most recent explanation was that he was still acclimatising and getting to know the Tigers. Um... (laughs) Who should help him? Who should help John show him around the Tigers? Do they call in a former great? Do they get Ciro on board? Does Blocker and Ciro take John? Kerry Hemsley? Who, who do they get? Steve Edmund, just a collection of old players or current players? Is there a, a tour host? Do we get one of the Dado brothers? What do we do to help John Bateman acclimatise to Sydney and the West Tigers. Any suggestions, listeners? 0457 736 736. I
3: definitely think we need our, the, the help of our listeners on this one, Vossi. Um, to get to know your fellow Tigers, um, mm. you know, how, how does he do that? We, we, we need some help. And you're right, acclimatising. Um, and who's a good tour guide? Uh, well, what did
2: you play? Well, jo- a night jo- of Twister? A night of Twister would that be good? Or Scrabble night, Trivial Pursuit, those sorts of games, board game night, would that work? Or could it be the ankle? (laughs) That would be a bit out there, wouldn't it? That would be a bit out there. Uh, So you can have your say on that one. Look, we're going to touch on a few other things this morning. Blake Ferguson, want to put our uh, bite into that story later on, saying that the NRL's not helping him fix his snozz. The 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 fourth test as we've mentioned, it is huge. Uh, The Marsh Cup, We, we. it's it's slept it's it's gone under the radar for about the last seven years, but um, yesterday I West watched Australia M, M, did you wow I
3: watched it yesterday I didn't watch it all but I watched a, a, a good chunk of it and watched WA yep. put up an unbelievable totals Vossi, seven for three hundred and eighty seven, Inglis, hundred and thirty eight of one hundred and ten mm. Bancroft ninety Mitch Marsh fifty six of thirty Ashton Agar twenty six of fifteen. Um, they gave south australia no chance to chase those runs it was I and they fell the a long guy. way short you're listening to the best of breakfast with vossie and brandy michael karianos from the daily telegraph joined us to give us the latest nrl headlines
0: and now on breakfast with vossie and brandy the back page with michael karianos
3: morning mc good morning guys how are we uh, we're good yeah, uh, now now I, I, I've got to give one of my tips away to get into this uh, this little chat. Um, I'm on the Dragons bus this weekend. I think the Dragons can can win their their opening game. Uh, but and Ben Hunt's even more positive. He says we won't be getting a wooden spoon. That's good chat.
4: Yeah, he had some pretty um, strong comments. <laughs> ben Hunt. Um, I don't care what – this was in the Herald today. I don't care who, who says that we're not getting the spoon. And, and, and I guess more interestingly, like a definitive and, and um, firm from, from Ben Hunt was a conversation around Anthony Griffin. He said, you know, don't make a call in, in, in seven or eight weeks. Judge us by the end of the season. Be patient. And if it doesn't work and basically you want to get rid of the coach, that's fine, but don't jump at shadows yet. Give us a chance, and let's see how we go. I thought they were pretty strong comments. Obviously, he's a staunch Anthony Griffin man. That they're, they're very tight, but I thought that was some some firm and direct comments from a, a senior player at the Dragons.
2: Well, it's interesting. Um, do you think that uh, the, you know the that Penrith, the Cleary or Yeo have to talk about the spoon? Do the Roosters have to talk about the spoon? We won't be getting the spoon. It isn't real like. It's not like we're going to make the eight, is it? I think if I'm a Dragons fan, I want to hear no, the captain say, we are going right. to make the eight that's rather exactly. than we're not but winning the spoon. <laughs>
4: to be <laughs> you know? fair, he would have been asked directly, do you think you will going to get yeah, the spoon? And yeah. he would have yeah, said, probably. we're not yeah. going to get the spoon. So I think we're just no. going to cut him a little bit of slack there.
3: Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, yeah, but, but as a, yeah. Yeah, we will. We'll cut him some slack. But uh, I'm on the I'm on the bus this week. Um, now, the, uh, the Tigers, John Bateman, uh, needs to get to know the Tigers a little bit better and he needs to acclimatise. Where is John Bateman? Look, the Tigers
4: officials have come out and said it's not an ankle injury, he needs to acclimatise, he needs to know the plays, right? The bloke's been here for two weeks. So I I just don't understand why they're they're saying that if that's what they really believe. Surely if John Bateman is unfamiliar with the Tigers' extensive playbook, um, you'd think that potentially you'd have him in the middle playing 20, 25 minutes off the bench doing a job in the middle, right? Don't worry about the edge. Don't worry about anything tricky, but get him on the field, play him in, in that middle role. But it, it lends itself to the, the fact and, and the continuing innuendo that he's just not fit. Uh, whether it's an ankle injury, whether it's, you know, they don't think he, he's ready for first grade. I, I'd be more comfortable if they said, look, you know, he jumped off the plane. He's a little bit underdone. We're going to give him the first two or three weeks to, to get settled here, um, to get his fitness up, and then we'll throw him into uh, first grade. But to say that he's not familiar with the plays or he needs to get settled, how bad of a jet lag does a bloke have?
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Look, and and when we had to do our previews for the season, I covered off on the Tigers. And my my comments around John Bateman as, as to why he is the player he is, why... why he was so effective at Canberra, and if he can regain that sort of form, well, he'll be fantastic for the Tigers, was that he is unorthodox. He mm. isn't a by-the-plays man. He's he's yeah. not that cookie-cutter approach type player that runs lines and he just gets the ball and does what he, what he does. So yeah. I don't think he has to know any of the plays. Like, he's that good a player, and he's unorthodox, which makes him the player he is. He's not, a, he's not a back row that runs lines and, and, you know, is a big set-up play man. So I, I, that, that falls flat with me.
4: I, I agree. And if, if you're that concerned, Brandy, wouldn't you have him as that fourth rotation off the bench? Do you know what I mean? That fourth rotation doesn't generally play a, a lot of minutes anyway. So if you're that concerned regarding mm. the plays, or would just keep it super simplistic for him playing for a yeah. minimum role. For me, it just lends itself to the fact that he's not fit, whether that's yeah. a, a match fitness sort of thing or, or, or that ankle injury everyone's going on about. But that's well, I don't know. So they,
3: yeah. They they might have their reasons and are uh, just telling everyone else whatever they want to say. And and, and in the end, MC, I don't, you know, it, it might pay off. It might be the right decision that he's not playing, but I, I can't see it. For those reasons that are thrown up, I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's, yes. that's cap.
4: That's what I'm saying, Brandy. I've got no issue that he's not playing. That's caps. I've got no issue that he's not playing. If he's not ready or or he's not fit, no issue. But the whole um, excuse that's been spun, I just think it's hard sell.
2: Yeah, it's hard sell. Do you use the expression cap, Michael? Do you use the expression cap like Brandy's just done? Something. bad. How did Brandy say it? Well, he said cap. That's cap. That's BS.
3: That's cap. BS. No. Do
2: you use the expression cap?
3: No. Okay, well, I do. See, I, I knew Brandy now. Day. I was listening into the program yesterday, Vossi, uh between yep. and the, the the chat between you and James about Harry Styles. I knew exactly what James was talking about. Like, I knew all those all those terms. The watermelon one, the watermelon yes. one.
2: I, wow, I, I knew what it all. Okay, was. there we go. Yep. Brandy, he's got Riz. Brandy, um, Bulldogs again, unsuccessfully attempt to take Josh Jackson off their salary cap. It's a little technical for early in the morning, but please explain.
4: Yeah, so I don't really have a huge issue with this, but the NRL have blocked three attempts from the Bulldogs. They have a portion of Josh Jackson's salary cap, um, and it's got to do... So it's about $200,000 included in their cap, um, and it's because he's got a job with the club, and um, so that's how how it's worked. So it's an interesting one. It's a way to stop players from... Um, being told to retire early for, from the club. And, you know, you, you sign a, a guy for five years and you know the back end of that last four or five years, you're not going to have to play him or, or pay him on the cap. They'll be able to cop their money on the side sort of thing. So it's a way to safeguard it. I'm not saying that's happened here at the Bulldogs, but it's a way to safeguard against that. So the NRL have to be very careful the way they they treat these sort of things when it's not a, a, a direct um, injury um uh, retirement, so I'm actually agreeing mm. with the NRL that they needed to include not the whole um, part of um, Josh Jackson's salary on the cap, but they definitely have to include something.
3: Yeah, okay. Uh, now, Luttrell is playing. I, I didn't think there was any risk of him not playing for, for the Bunnies after he finished the game last week.
4: No, and um, you know he, he's had a few things to, to say. What did you make of the, the comments, Brandy? I think they're, they're pretty mundane, right?
3: The cracks in the windscreen. Like what, the cracked windscreen? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine, that's good, yeah. that's yeah. good yeah. chat. I've got no that's, that's, too. that's in okay. Latrell. That, Latrell doesn't mind saying, speaking his mind. I I, I don't mind
2: it at all. That's yeah. good. No, good. No, I Get think, a think bit of... denied a What about R- Luttrell? <laughs> Cracked windscreen, boys. Go out there. <laughs> 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 That'll be the old speech. Well, that's
3: good. Yeah, no. That's good. Yeah. Creates a bit of animosity. Yeah, it'll Anyways, be good. Then, that's you the you main know, thing?
4: He'll play. Yeah, Jason Demetrio said yesterday that, that he'll play and they don't usually play games south Sydney, So um, expect him him to play. And um, I think it's going to be a pretty fiery in, in, encounter tonight. We know uh, where Penrith are at and some of the talker around there. Um, and, you know, Luttrell doesn't back down either. So it, it should... And Cody Walker and, and those sort of fellas. So it's going to be a, a really good game
2: tonight. Michael, I was watching uh, NRL 360 on Fox League last night and there you were. Um, and it could be unflattering, can't it, the camera, because it spins around and gets you from all angles. One of the texts says, Dunny says, Michael, take this sincerely. Um, can we have the sad music underneath this?
3: This is from Dunny for you. It's time, well, to Michael,
2: it's time to let go. Michael, you're a good bloke, but it's time to shave your head. That's where it ends.
4: I've got a, I've got a buzz cut at the moment. I can't get any shorter.
2: Well, okay. He's saying that's well, not, we'll not giving good coverage. We, we,
3: we don't want to go into detail about it. That's just what Dunny said. Yeah, saying. I'm just saying, so, it Michael. Yeah, Dunny said that.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's pretty sure at the moment. No, it is. It's not long for this world. I'm a realist, but it's pretty sure uh, at
2: the moment. So. But if if um, NRL three hundred and sixty ever put out a calendar, if the, if the NRL three hundred and sixty ever put out a calendar, obviously Braith will be fine because he buffs well, up okay. Braith, Braith's yeah, on every page. Braith. But seriously, what about the rest of you, Blakes? What about the rest of you, Kenty, Buzz, you, James Hooper, Brent,
1: Brent Reed?
2: I mean, imagine you, Blakes, with it with a gear off in a calendar. How'd that go? And it'd, it'd wow. just have to be Braith January through to December. <laughs> uh, oh, it would
4: have to man. he's got a nice tan happening Braith at the moment too.
2: Always does. Um, yep. Michael, thanks for that report. Very good. <laughs> see you, guys. Thanks, MC. See you. See you, Baldy. You're listening oh, to The see. Best of Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy ahead of the round of footy. The best stats man in the business. Wally from Fox League. Crunched the numbers in some of the big games across the weekend. And then we gave our tips.
1: He's
0: a man. Now on breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, Wally the Statsman.
3: Wally, morning mate.
1: Boys, that was great hearing Weezer before the news. I really enjoyed it.
3: So 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 Bossie said for all those <laughs> out there that know Weezer, um, there was you and there was there was you and both, <laughs> but not too many others were putting their hand up anyway. If, I'm glad I you think, enjoyed I think,
1: it. I think if he I think if you had a played Buddy Holly, Brandy, you would have known the song.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, rightio, now, what do you got for us this weekend? It's a massive start to the round, isn't it, with the Panthers, Souths, Eels, Sharks, Broncos, Cowboys, but uh, will we start with the Panthers and the Bunnies?
1: I'll try and give you some hope here for the Panthers, Brandy. They've, they've, you know they've got a great record against the Rabbit what They've won nine of their past ten games against them. They've actually ended South season in each of the last three years. And the Panthers have only started 0-2 once in over a decade. That was back in 2016. And they've only got back-to-back losses once since late in 2019. And neither of those games are played in Penrith. But there's a couple of things. The last time they lost their first two games of a season at Penrith, the second loss was to the Rabbitohs back in 2012. And if you look, since the Eels won their three comps in a row, the three teams that have won back-to-back titles, so Brisbane have done it twice, Yep. 92, 93, 97, 98, and the Roosters, in their third yep. season, they've all started the season 0-2. Is so that right? maybe that's not... Yes.
3: God. So that might not oh. be a
1: great aim for the Panthers. And there was a guy before, a listener before, said that Cam Murray was going to make 50 tackles. If he yep. thinks this, he should be tipping the Panthers. We've got Murray making 50-plus tackles seven times for seven losses, three of those against Penrith.
3: Oh wow! How good are you? How, how good are you, blokes? So Cameron Murray <laughs> makes fifty plus tackles. South South don't win. South don't win. Boy, and they have lost Totola and Arrow Panthers. A lot have lost Scott Sorensen. Uh, it's going to be one hell of a game. Uh, now the Roosters, your boys, up against the Warriors. Roosters in doing the game last week, it was hard. It, the, the the Dolphins played great, and it was hard. But it was hard not to be critical of the Roosters either. The, the, I don't think I've seen the Roosters play as poorly as they did last week. Surely they bounced bounce back Joey Manu back in the lineup.
1: If only somebody had have tipped you into the Roosters playing like that last week, Brandy, it would have been good to know before. <laughs> before <again. laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs> they,
1: they, wow. do, nice. they do have a great recent record against the Warriors, though. They've won their past five. And The Warriors have actually lost 12 straight games in Australia. The Warriors did look pretty good against the Knights last week, but they've struggled to string wins together early in the year. They've started 2 and 0 just once since 2009. So tough for the Warriors to put those two wins. And like you say here, yeah, the Roosters didn't look great last week, but they, they are very good on the bounce back. They've started 0 2 just twice under Trent Robinson. Once in 2016, that was after the uh, Mitch Pierce Australia Day shenanigans. And again in 2020 when they had uh, Jake Friend and Boyd Corner out. But if you do think the Warriors will win, this is a good one. On both occasions that the Roosters have started 0-2, their second loss has been by one point. So if you think the Warriors, take them by a point.
2: All right. And okay. I said the, the weather forecast is very hot for Saturday too. I don't know whether you factor heat into it and how things happen, but uh, we are talking uh, mid-30s for a 3 o'clock start on uh, Saturday. Roosters-Warriors, Tigers-Knights. is another game that dead set. You know, paper, rock, scissors... Flipping coins, <laughs> throwing darts, reading tea leaves. Have you got something to separate the two?
1: I'm not going to help separate them, but I'm just going to throw up some numbers for you. The Knights haven't started 0-2 since 2016. So even though they haven't had a great record since that period, it's been a while since they've started 0-2 and, and they've won their past two games against the Tigers. But maybe it's just a case of the Tigers being due. They've, they've started 0-2 in each of their past two seasons. so looking to avoid three in a row. They've lost their last six games in a row overall, and they've lost three straight at Leichhardt. The joint ventures never lost four straight games at Leichhardt. So maybe the playing at Leichhardt Sunday afternoon, maybe this time it's enough to lift the Tigers. And just a little bit of history for Dane Laurie. He's actually scored in six straight games at Leichhardt, only one player in history's done seven. Sid Goodwin for Balmain back in 1939 and 1940.
3: Wow! What? Wow! Really? Wally! What for all those great try scorers and great players they've had for the Tigers over so many years? And we have to go back
2: that far. Dane Laurie, can... i but pulling hey, that one out that's, like that's great prep by yourself and the Fox Lab <laughs> team, the Foxball Lab team. I mean, what, no wonder you just sit in the dark room like when. When someone discovered that, do you ring a bell like in a sales meeting? You ring a bell. It's a new client. If you someone you come up with a piece of gold like that, you're entitled to ring a bell somewhere in the Fox Sports Lab. I think
1: Nathan, who did find that, was very excited when he told me. So good yeah. work, Nathan.
2: That is wonderful. well done, Nathan. He's up, Nath. Yeah, he's, he might have his own segment. He could ring up um, Ben Ford or something. Get a segment there, um, <laughs> Wally. Uh, just one last thing, just on the music front, um, for those because. Brandy questioned Weezer. He said only one or two people. Are, no, there's people coming out of the woodwork here saying loving Weezer. You are a massive Weezer fan. Just try and convince Brandy on the merits of Weezer. They're great sing-along songs, aren't they, Wally?
1: They are a great sing-along band. I'll put together a playlist for you, Brandy, some stuff I know that you'll like, and you can get into Weezer. Ah,
3: looking forward to that, Wally. Really looking forward to
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> See you over the weekend, uh, Wally. Thanks,
1: boys. Have a good one.
2: Goodbye. Wally. The stats, man, they are so good. The Fox Sports Lab people—they make us look good, Brandy. They produce a whole bunch of notes and numbers uh, each and every week. We do our own prep, but they give us gold like that. I mean, Sid Goodwin getting a mention this morning—it's last week in the tips. James Magnuson got three. I got four. Brandy got five. Let's do it for round number two.
4: And now on SEN, it's time for Vossie and Brandy's NRL
3: tips. So you were saying you were saying earlier on that you were agonising over this first game, and you said, "Well, yep. can the Panthers lose? Can, can can they possibly lose three in a row at home? Uh, has that swung your tip either way?"
2: Circle the rabidos for me. I, I am rabidos now, locking it in. South okay. Sydney. To beat the Panthers. And I know, I know straight away I'm one different to you. Mm. So it's a Thursday night battle. I'd love to get one up on you. Um, but I, j- gee, I just think the match is just an absolute must watch. This is a a blockbuster. Yep. Deserves big house, uh, full house at the ground. Deserves big television mm. audience. We'll get it. Um, can't wait to call it. Panthers v Rabbitohs. And it's on SEM yeah. tonight.
3: It's a beauty. Now Friday night, Friday night's a great night of footy too, Vossie. The Eels and Sharks up first, followed by... The Queensland Derby, which after the Broncos win against the Panthers last week, boy, it shapes up as a beauty. But
2: who are you got, Eels or Sharks? Well, that's six right. Got last up loses the first game on Friday night, which you'll hear on SEN. The six o'clock game, Eels and Sharks. I'm going the away team. I, I know they don't have Nico Hines, but I'm saying Cronulla will beat Parramatta.
3: Okay, so we're two different. I'm going oh. Eels. <laughs> Eels at home. There we go. Eels at home. So <laughs> we're two different. We we could okay. be we. we yeah, we Broncos, could be Cowboys. Um, I, I found this one of the hardest to to, to judge. I, gee, I was impressed with the Broncos' defence. They get Reece Walsh back. Um, but I'm going to go the Cowboys. I'm going to go I'm the Cowboys. going the
2: Cows as well. Cowboys to win. Very impressed. When they clicked, they looked very good. Um, Broncos, mm. that'll be one of the games of the weekend. Again, look, they're, they're outstanding. Those two matches. I've gone the away team in all three. Uh, check out bets Maldi. I think it's paying $8 something, but gamble responsibly. Uh, now on to Saturday. Roosters Warriors in the heat at Allianz Stadium. I'm sort of picking the Roosters thinking that they bounce back, but I, I don't know whether I'm super confident Roosters to win. No. I, I do think there's some resilience there with the Warriors.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, they were, they were impressive. Uh, and defensively, they came up with some big plays to to keep Newcastle um, yeah, out of their in-goal area. So. Joey Manu returning is a massive in for the Roosters. Uh, lodge out, that leaves him a little bit skinny up front. Victor Radley, yeah, will he play or not? I'm not sure, but I, I can't go past the Roosters at Allianz.
2: Okay, uh, Dolphins Raiders. Now, this is KO Stadium, so this is the home base of what was the Redcliffe Dolphins. It's the training base of the, the Dolphins. You can't say Redcliffe. They are the mm-hmm. Dolphins playing at KO Stadium. <laughs> Don't know what to do. I'll go. I'll go Raiders because <laughs> of the fight they showed last week in coming back from eighteen nil down. Probably could have, should have won. So I'll mm. go Raiders. But I've just got. I feel as if the the Bennett juju. He's going to make us all look like fools. He might be yeah. five and well, zero after five rounds. Maybe that's a storyline still to come. See,
3: I, I I think well. There's no Josh. Pa- Papali'i isn't there again, uh, and no mm. Jordan Rapiner Who Rapiner is always in the top three players of the, of the Raiders. I think when he plays, he has an impact on the game. I'm going to go the home team. I'm going to go the Dolphins. Now, I'm the the thing that concerns me was is that that was it was a big moment to beat the Roosters mm. at Suncorp Stadium. Is there a little bit of a hangover because of that? I'm thinking Bennett gets them right, so I'm I'm going Dolphins. Vossy say. So. We're different
2: We're there. three the different now. Are Storm v. Bulldogs. Now, elsewhere, like I have to put my tips in on a, on a, you know, by Tuesday lunchtime, even before the teams are named, and I did tip the Storm, and it's Storm in Melbourne. But I'm, I'm going to hear your tip first before I lock in mine. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, because it's in Melbourne, uh, yep. look, the the Dogs will be better than what they were against Manly. I've, I've, I'm pretty sure of that. But even without Cameron Munster, I, I just can't see the Dogs winning in Melbourne. But... They're not without a chance because I think there'll be a massive improvement. That they, that would have hurt them, that performance last week. They they, they were they were criticized roundly from everyone about, about that. So I think the dogs play well, but I, I'm not
2: going to go against a storm in Melbourne. Okay, I'm so tempted. So, yeah, go on. B-b-b-b-b- Melbourne Storm. I'll go Melbourne Storm. The same. Uh, I haven't changed my tip, but gee, I'm, I'm I'm on the brink. And the other two games, Sunday Tigers nights. Oh man, talk about a headache game. That's a toss of the uh, coin. I will. Yeah, I'll go Tigers. And you can't say Tigers at Leichhardt advantage. I know Wally's given us no. the stat, but they've lost three in a row at Leichhardt. so home grounds yeah. nothing. But I'll go tigers to get a... it right against the knights on the rickshaw. Yeah, on the rickshaw.
3: Yeah, I I, I think so. I'm, I'm going to go tigers. Appy's starting. No no Bateman, but but Appy's starting, and I, I think the tigers would be better. So tigers for mine, well, and then you.
2: dragons. Dragons Titans. So you are on go the, dragons the dragons bus. Dragons. Woohoo! Well, just just this am, week. I'm on the Gold Coast Titans. Um, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, jet ski. I'm on the Titans jet ski for the weekend. So Titans to win. We have gone for the different.
3: You're listening to the Best of Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Concussions in the NRL and sport generally have been big talking points this week after a number of concussions in round one of the NRL. And we were joined by former North Sydney Bears doctor and the former president of the AMA, Dr. Antonio DiDio, to get an expert's view on how we should be treating
2: concussions in the future. Uh, let's get serious. The concussion issue is one of great uh, discussion this week and debate. Uh, we've been very lucky to lean on this man previously with issues through COVID and all sorts of things. Dr Antonio Ddio, former president of the Australian Medical Association, former North Sydney Bears team doctor. That's probably the biggest badge of honour that he has, but he's a Dragons fan. Um, and Brandy, you had a question earlier in the day, how did that happen? Uh, <laughs> the good doctor is on the line. Dr Antonio, how are you? Oh, today, I'll see you. Thanks so much for having me on your show, mate. Yeah, Brandy wants to know how does how does a Dragons fan become the Bears Doctor? Let's clear that out of the way. How did that unfold? <laughs> I thought back I in thought in the doctor, oh. there Doctor
3: might have been a conflict of interest there.
0: Oh, look, and nobody says no to Florimo. You don't say no to Flo. It, it's the rule.
2: <laughs> no, nice, yeah, nice. Now look, true. we've got so many questions to um, to throw at you. Um, the the first one, let, let's let's We'll, we'll come at you for, with all the uh, issues that people are discussing. First of all, on a, the possibility of a, a mandatory stand-down uh, policy coming into the game, an independent doctor's opinion, how long should a player be sidelined for as a minimum after a concussion, in your opinion? Well, the, the, the
0: most important answer to that question, boss, is that there is no standard answer, and there never could be every player is different every rule is different every circumstance is different um i'm sitting with a mate who is a doctor who is concussed and uh, the rules are so different because of their age and what they do their profession um um he's a doctor so he doesn't make any useful decisions at all really um but this morning uh, i do a, a thursday morning clinic uh, at um, at a local uh, school and the first two patients i saw were concussed teenagers now, there's a general policy uh, for concussed adults that it's about 12 days minimum. There's a general policy for concussed teenagers that it's going to be a 19-day minimum. But that changes according to the nature of the concussion because they're different. There's some concussions where you score 131 points out of 132 on the specialist scale, and there's some concussions where you score you know, 12 points out of 132. Now, for those really bad ones there's no bloody way that you should be uh, going back to footy at all for a long time. For other very mild ones, it's very different. Um, I guess that's that's not an, uh, the kind of answer that a person wants because it's, yeah, it's far too inappropriate to be simplistic in saying there's a compulsory X and a compulsory Y. The number one priority is the player and the player's welfare. That is more important... To doctors, and and to be fair, it's more important to just about everybody
3: in our game than anything else. Uh, Doc, just uh, the other thing, and and we were talking about this morning. Change in any any sort of change in a game, there's always some resistance. Uh, We had the independent doctor make decisions on players over the weekend. Out of the nineteen HIAS uh, that were carried out over the weekend. Uh, Fourteen were instigated by the club doctors from the sideline. There was another five that were instigated from the independent doctor that works out of the bunker. Do you like that system uh, with the independent doctor being another layer for the club doctor? Um, The concept is a good concept, but there's something missing from it, Brandy.
0: And uh, and that is that uh, when I see my patients, whether they're concussed and I see them on the Uh, after a sporting event or whether I just see my patients with a cough or a cold or a cancer or or something. Um, I don't want to be overruled by a person who's watching it on video from miles away. Um, I want there to be a respectful dialogue. And so I think the independent doctor is a fantastic idea if you believe that doctors who work for clubs can sometimes be influenced to subconsciously do the wrong thing. Now, club doctors, and I know a, quite a few of them, are the most honest and decent people who make honest and decent decisions. And the independent doctor is there to make sure that the doctor who works for the club might subconsciously be doing the wrong thing. Um, and I I, I I get that, but if they're going to overrule the club doctor, surely they would have to communicate at least respectfully with the club doctor and say, mate, um, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I think there needs to be that extra layer of dialogue between the independent doctor
3: and the club doctor in order for the best possible decision to be made because the club doctor knows the patient. The player. Yep. Yep, Yep. that's right. Doc, you you know how busy, and and I'm just... uh, You you know how busy a sideline can get. Um, And a club doctor can... Yes, and, and sometimes you don't see everything. It's very hard to see what happens on the field from when you're sitting on the sideline. And if you're distracted, um, you might be stitching someone up in the sheds. Absolutely. So the club true. doctor is a very busy man. Yeah, that's very true. And in fact, uh,
0: you know, often you don't see the third quarter because uh, after halftime you're busy doing other stuff. That that's absolutely true. Can I um, ask you this?
2: And so, um, now... Uh, sorry doctor from your first answer I'm taking it that this will be um, this is an open ca- blank canvas as well the mandatory time once a player comes off and is cleared of concussion cleared to return uh, we have yeah. a mandatory 15 minutes in place at the moment is there any chance that can be less or is 15 minutes seen as um, you know that's the, that's the benchmark for time you have to stay off the field do you agree with that Uh Yeah, I I think
0: 15 minutes is very appropriate because it's a number that's been come up with by the top experts in the field. Um, And I I don't think we should be haggling or negotiating with the health of young people. Um, If there is scientific research that tells us that less than 15 minutes is safe, then we go with it. But that research, to my knowledge, does not exist. And that's why I think 15 minutes is appropriate.
3: So the 15 minutes is there because there could be a delayed reaction Doctor, is that yeah, right? That's, right. Uh, oh. that's correct. Sometimes you see uh,
0: people uh, who have a whack and they seem okay, and then seven or eight or nine minutes later, they're not. Uh, one of my kids uh, got uh, uh, concussed last year, and he is such an absolute bloody space cadet that nobody could tell the difference between what it was like <laughs> after the whack of the head and beforehand. His mother and go. I couldn't there tell either. Um, and, and you know what? That, that is real. That is, that is a, a, a genuine thing. And that's why, um, and, and I know it sounds humorous, but that's why the club doctor who knows the players really well often uh, has a much deeper insight into what's going on than anybody who doesn't know. Having said that, oh, yeah. the independent doctor is a wonderful idea. It's a highly intelligent strategic piece of work by the NRL. Uh, and it's early days. And when these teething problems and communication problems get solved, I think it's going to put our game ahead
2: of every other game. OK. And one last one that I think, so the listeners and the fans of the game, the, the actual concussion test done inside the dressing room on the iPad and the questions and that, you could deliberately fail a test, but there's no way you can rot. You could, you can't rot a test to pass the test. All that data gets fed back to the NRL. That's your understanding, uh, Doctor, that, that that is all... Above board, the actual tests that they do on the iPad, answering the questions, um, there's no way you could rot that and get a, and pass the test if you're unable to if you're unable to do so. That is
0: correct. I, I remember in about 1984, uh, very young Greg Alexander saying, two fingers, two
2: fingers. Um, you can't do that anymore. Um, the the uh, you can't cheat your way out of them anymore. <laughs> no." No, and I and I and I and I make no apology for saying you could deliberately fail a test because the, the cynic in me says that if a player wants to activate an eighteenth man now, you could the, the, the loophole is there that you can deliberately fail it to get a player saying, "No, can you fail this? Because mate, we need a fresh man out there. They may have another yeah, that injury, a, that so I'm a, just a, saying ex- that loophole's there. Yeah, that is a
0: possibility. That is definitely a possibility. It's a it's a horrible thing, um, and it's all about ethics um, mm. and you know, I didn't mention it, but some of the most honest, decent, ethical human beings I've ever met in my life have been in the game with But, you know, there, there were people who will see that loophole and probably try to exploit it. But boy, oh boy,
2: uh, there will be consequences if they did. Hmm. Well, I think we've ticked off on the, the big ones that have certainly been at the forefront of um fans questions this week. Uh Doctor, all the very best. Uh do you live for the day that the Bears are back in the elite league? Would you would you cop the uh, I mean you're a Dragons fan, but are you available if the Bears made it back to the big league to work I for went, City? I, I, be I they went in to Perth last or wherever? Look, I I am fussy now. I went to Hanson
0: Park last year to watch the Bears play the Jets and I thought, well, you know, I'm in heaven now. i and gone to heaven.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they never so, yeah, say, I live say no to, the day to flow. That they come back. Yeah. Never <laughs> say no to flo. <laughs>
0: it's a good saying. And uh, just before you have a shandy with Randy, that's right. So thank you. Thank you very much, boys, for having me on. And uh, well done for bringing this conversation to life in a way that is not shrill and stupid. I think you're trying to analyse it with intelligence for the benefit of everybody in the game. And the coaches who were complaining about it last weekend, they're not bad people. They're good people. And I think they've got a good argument. And I think there's going to be a fantastic compromise in, in a very short period of time.
2: Well said. Dr Antonio, Good to chat, great Doc. to have you on the program. I'm sure we'll lean on your expertise at another time, but uh, we really appreciate you giving us some time this morning in your busy schedule. Good on you guys. Thanks so much. Bye now.